0: Ago on our series with dreams and visions, Um, um, God laid the foundation, and and through the Word of God, showing us and helping us understand that this is the way that God speaks in these last days, Amen. Um, Yes, He speaks through His Word. Yes, He speaks to the preachers, teachers, prophets. You know. and everything else that he said in his word. But what we need to understand is dreams and visions is one of the main ways throughout the entire word of God that he spoke to his people. And how do we know? We know that God, what what we know is that God doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So that means dreams and visions haven't passed away. Amen. And in Acts 2, 17, he says here, and I love this amplified version. He says, and it shall be in the last days. I will pour out my spirit upon all mankind, so you're not eliminated. Every one of you is included. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream divinely prompted dreams. And I love that, the divinely prompted, that the Amplified um, um, elaborates on that. Because when God gives it to you, it's not something that you made happen. God just inserted that. You know, and, and he gave you that vision, or he gave you that dream, and so today we're going to be talking about how do I interpret that? How do I know it's from God, or or what does it look like when I get a dream or a vision from the Lord? Okay, um, and then and then John 16 is another base scripture, 12 through 16. Jesus says to his disciples, "I have yet so many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Howbeit, when the Spirit of truth is come. How many of you know we are living in that dispensation? The Spirit of truth has come, and he's come to reveal what's on the Father's heart, right? He will guide you into all truth, and he will not speak of himself, but whatever he will hear, he shall speak, and he will do it how? He'll show you things to come. He will glorify me, and he'll receive of what is mine, and he'll show it to you. So the Holy Spirit's going to speak to us by showing us things. How? How? Through these ways that he's going to do it in the last days, maybe through prophecy, obviously through the word and bearing witness through the word, but also through dreams and visions. That's how he shows us things. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he shall take of what is mine and he will show it to you. Three times in this passage, he says, show it. Which means that we need to have eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to the church. And I believe that God has called me to to edify the church, to build the church up, to encourage the church to have ears to hear. And part of having ears to hear is also having eyes to see and understand that he speaks in these different kinds of ways. Amen? And so with that being said, Revelation 3.22 says, Anyone, any one of you, Have ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. This is open to everyone, not just those who have like some special gifting, those who are specifically operating in discerning of spirits, or those who are specifically a prophet who can have dreams and visions. Those things are callings of God. However, this is open up to all men will have dreams and visions and revelations from heaven. This is open to all God's children. Amen? And so with that being said, today, not, not that they're special, but they are special to me. Um, but every one of you are special. Um, but I have invited two seasoned ladies. Um, you can come on up, Amber and Kristen. And this is kind of cool because Kristen operates a lot, not that she doesn't have visions, but she operates a lot in dreams. And Amber, um, not that she doesn't have dreams, but she operates a lot more in um, visions, right? And now I operate in a little bit of the two, a lot of the two. <laughs> and this is kind of interesting. I just thought of this. Young men will have visions. Old men will dream dreams. Middle age will have both of <laughs> them. That wasn't planned, but I chuckled to myself. I was like, God, that's funny. So you can expect more <laughs> as you grow older. Just kidding. But whatever the case. <laughs> huh? I'm still You're still 26. She looks 26, I think. <laughs> okay. And I will be unnamed or unnumbered. <laughs> There's no time or distance in the Spirit. <laughs> All right. So with that being said, I have somewhat of a direction here um, by the Holy Spirit, but but we're just going to be led by the Spirit. We're going to just have some discussion. Um, I'm going to be kind of asking questions. I may insert some experiences I've had. But really, um, this is like... Us three out for coffee and discussing and excited about what God is showing us. And just from this conversation, um, being led by the Holy Spirit, have ears to hear from the wisdom that God has given each one of us um, so that you can operate more in what God has um, blessed you with. Amen. More insight, more wisdom, more knowledge and understanding of what God wants to say to you. Hallelujah. So um, I'm excited we've done this once before with a whole panel of ministers up here um, for um, the spiritual gifts. And um, not that any one of them are special either, but it's that we're showing you that as the body of Christ, you have this inheritance to be able to hear and see in the spirit what it is he is saying to the church. Amen. So I want to start this discussion off by sharing with you and reminding you of a dream that I had more recently, and this is interesting because I, I, there must be something with it. Why he says old men will um, dream dreams and young men will have visions, there must be something with it. I haven't discussed it with the Lord yet, but it does seem to me that since this dream um, in my 40s, that I've had more dreams, <laughs> and before that I was prominently visions, and so. Just with that being said, um, I mentioned last week that I had a dream in the last within this last two years um, of the prophet Jack Cole coming to me in a dream. It was a very brief dream, and he just came right up to me, and he pointed at me like an inch away from my face. And now he's a, he's a prophet, but he's passed on to, to heavenly places, all right? And so he comes to me in the dream. He was a personal friend of me and my father, and he points at me, and he says you will operate in the prophetic anointing of Daniel 2. I I mentioned last week that I didn't, off the top of my head, know what specifically Daniel 2 said. And so we're going to look at that real quick because I want to help you. um, This has a little ting ting to it or something. I don't know if you know how to adjust that. But I'm going to read this passage, and I want to show you that... um, it's okay to ask god for the interpretation okay that um, daniel 2 17 through 23 then daniel went home and told his friends now um, king nebuchadnezzar was disturbed by some dreams that god was giving him so that this is where we're at he's disturbed and he is threatening all these these um wise men, if you will, you know, um, some of them were soothsayers, some of them were witchcraft, some of them were godly men of, you know, wisdom. And so Daniel and his friends are these godly men who can have interpretation of dreams. Daniel went home and and they're being threatened, their lives are being threatened because the king wants to know people to tell him what his dream was and the interpretation of it. And so this is like putting the pressure on, but he goes home and he tells his friends, he says, he, it says in verse 18, he urged them to ask the God of heaven to show them his mercy by telling them the secret so that they would not be executed along with the other wise men of Babylon. That night, the secret was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven, and he said, Praise the name of God forever and ever, for he has all wisdom and power. He controls the course of the world events. In other words, um, he removes kings and sets up kings, and he gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the scholars. He reveals deep and mysterious things, and he knows what lies behind hidden in the darkness, though he is surrounded by light. I thank and praise you, God, of my ancestors, for you have given me wisdom and strength. You have told me what we asked of you and revealed it to us. So, why did he reveal it to him? I believe because Daniel said and he urged, ask God. The word of God tells us in James 4.2, you have not because you ask not. So many of us are destroyed for lack of knowledge simply because we're not showing God, we're interested in what he's saying. So very important. So I'm sure as all of you, like we were at one point, um, are interested in hearing, what is it God's saying to me in dreams and visions? what is the meaning of this, right? You're, you're interested to hear, how can I begin to understand what God's saying? So with that being said, um, I'm going to get into just a couple questions for these ladies to be able to discuss with you their experience in dreams and visions. And so what would you say is the number one way um, that you have received interpretation of, and we're going to mix it up, dreams and visions is just kind of going to, weave in and out, but um, what would you say is the number one way you found to be a key to receive interpretation from the Lord with your dreams or your visions?
1: Well, definitely.
0: Yeah, on (laughs)
1: Language. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, you and him. I think also it's recognizing that the Lord still speaks to us in parables, so when you have a vision, there's a meaning behind it, and every single thing you see kind of confirms when you figure it out later, when the Lord speaks it to your heart, what the revelation is, because you ask the Holy Spirit. Um, it all just kind of goes together and makes sense. once. He kind of just drops it in your spirit, or you talk to somebody and it stands out, or you go through the word and and something highlights to you and you just know within your spirit because he lives in us, so he confirms it with us.
0: Yeah, I'd have to say that you cannot interpret the dream or the vision without the Holy Spirit. (laughs) So you can try, but like me, I shared last week, I had a dream about my mom yelling at me, telling me, you don't understand, I went to heaven that I took it at face value that she was going to have a visitation to heaven. Now, she sure did, as you may know, and she's still visiting. (laughs) (laughs) But had I not taken it at just face value, and I believe everything's a learning, you know, we're learning, we're growing, you know, we miss it sometimes, but um, we need to ask the Holy Spirit because he knows what the Father's saying. He understands the symbolism. He understands what God's trying to get through to us. What we need to realize is dreams and visions is God's way of starting a conversation. And we're to, who here has ever felt, and this happened a lot in my family, um, as Clayton kind of stepped into our family or the brother-in-laws all kind of have this running joke, my family talks over each other. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, sometimes it's hard to get a word in edgewise, and sometimes you feel ignored. And, and think about how would you feel God, God standing there talking to you, giving you dreams, giving you visions, and because our understanding is unfruitful, we just simply ignore them. So we need to recognize he's engaging in conversation and talk to him and say, Lord, what does this mean? So it's okay to ask God questions. We need to understand that through dreams and visions. It's okay. In James 1.5, he says, if you need wisdom, just like Daniel needed wisdom urgently, if you need wisdom, ask the Lord for wisdom and he'll give it to you. And he won't rebuke you for asking. It's okay. So he's wanting you to ask. Is that your experience? Yeah. And I'll add that it's always in line with the word. Yes. It never deviates. Right, and the Bible says, out of the mouths of two or three witnesses, let everything be established. Whether that's God gives you confirmations, like in conversations, or whether that's you're reading the word, or, or God brings back to your remembrance passages in the scriptures that goes along with your dream or your vision, that's him saying, yes, I'm on this. Yes, this is what I'm saying. So he always gives confirmation. Um, so do you have an example of God giving confirmation to either of you? God always gives confirmation, (laughs) but yeah, he has to, because then you know it's God, but like, do you have an example at all?
2: Well, I have a confirmation where I kind of got a word of knowledge through a vision. Um, I saw it three times, and it seems creepy, but it's not creepy when God shows you. I saw this spider coming out of the ceiling, and then a big scissors coming and cutting off the legs. That's odd, right? Like, you don't usually see that, and in my head, I was like, okay, and I went about my day, and I got it again. Okay, I went about my day. And then I got it a third time and I was like, oh my gosh, of course, God, you're showing me something. So God gave me a word of knowledge about somebody in my family that was going to go through a difficult time and this person was close to me and had he not warned me, I would not have known that God had him in the end and I would have gotten into worry and anxiety and and I would have worried about him. But he gave me the heads up and he explained what each of those symbols meant and ultimately he is okay.
0: Praise God. Do you have an example? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I <was> like, what? <laughs> but I wrote it down, went to the airport, told my friend about it we were waiting to get on the court. she's like, Well, I had this dream that I should get ready right to the conference and not just, you know, just go. So she went and bought all of these different dream books from Christian you know, dreamers. And so she asked me, Do you want to read? model in New York he and his wife literally because he had this dream it must have been is just a- <laughs> <laughs> right next to us.' so <laughs> hard. But anyway, I just love sharing that story because it just really shows like it's tough to listen to your dreams, to listen to those problems. like no big deal. or you're just making it, Sometimes you're making it
0: up. No, and if you have a relationship with the Lord, you're in fellowship with him, you're in prayer, you're in the word you have a sanctified imagination. God created you with this imagination. And so he uses it. He used it all throughout the word. He used it with Abraham. Look at the stars. He used it with Jacob, you know, throwing down the sticks. Was it Jacob (laughs) throwing down the sticks or the spotted sticks or whatever? Um, So he uses the imagination to reveal what it is he is saying. Um, And so you can trust, if you have the Holy Spirit, that you can hear the voice of God. And one of the major ways that he says in his word is through dreams and through visions, as well as through prophecy. Now, um, I have a story that I didn't even write write down, and it's kind of your dream and situation kind of reminded me. Now, I said God will give you confirmation, and that can be through the word. Obviously, it'll be scripturally sound. Um, It's not going to be something that's opposite of the word ever, if it's God. (laughs) Um, But He'll also give you confirmation, like a cream truck or or whatever. And from my experience, um, he'll often have you hear it a couple times, whether it's he speaks it to you directly a couple times or through other people or sources and through trucks or through (laughs) whatever. And so um, not too long ago, it was about a year ago, I went to a conference in Chicago. Again, you're in the middle of seeking the Lord. You can trust your sanctified imagination. You can trust that God's giving you something. I had a strange dream that me and the uh, rest of the pastoral team were praying before service, and we were prepping, and we had roller skates on. and we were praying before service, and then we rolled into the church, and it just was charged with the presence of God, and we were rolling skating through the church and all this, and it was really charged. It was really filled with the presence of the Lord. And I woke up and I heard the Lord say, "You're rolling into a new season." And I was like, whoa, that's so awesome, you know? And then that was good enough. I knew that that was the Lord, and I didn't know what was to come in this next year. Look at where we're at, you know? This is a totally new season than we could have ever imagined. But um, so they were giving... They had a school of the prophets there um, helping people learn and understand how to prophesy and how to practice one of their God-given inheritances. And um, so me and my mom went in line, and and we went up to these people who are in training. And we understand it has to bear witness with what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. Okay, so I know this, but I'm like getting in line, and um, I get in line to this girl, and she doesn't know who I am from anybody, and she um, gives me this word, which was right on point. Actually, she said, I see you, and she's like, man, if you could see how God sees you, and, she's, and we had just gotten done with the Women of Wonder Conference, mind you, okay, so she doesn't know me. She says, she says I just keep seeing Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, you're a woman of wonder, and I just started laughing, and, and I didn't tell her yet, and then she goes, um, she's like, you're a woman of wonder, she goes, but God is saying to you that you're rolling into a new season, and I was just, I just started laughing, so again, God confirms, and he'll use random sources, you just have to have ears to hear, well, I heard that, because I had heard the dream, and that bore witness, that it was God, and now God's confirming, and so I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, okay, God, I'm rolling into this new season. How do I prepare? What do you want me be, to be doing? How does that look? So he started a conversation through that dream. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, I want to, sometimes, like your your vision of the spider, um, sometimes, I'm sure I'm not the only one, who has had, like Nebuchadnezzar, a disturbing dream or disturbing vision. It actually kind of almost seems scary. Um, maybe it's even showing... You devils or or demons or, you know, the enemy, Um, um, it's not always an attack of the enemy. It, even with Nebuchadnezzar, it was God warning him and telling him about the future. Do you have any experiences um, like that, that God, it, it almost seemed like a little bit scary, but yet there wasn't fear. It was instruction. We need to understand that every kind of scary dream or whatever isn't always, the enemy, it can be God showing you what the enemy's up to so that you will stand guard. So either of you have examples?
2: Well, that's exactly how it is. When the when the Lord opens your eyes to something of the enemy's kingdom, there's not a fear that comes with it. There's just like this revelation. And honestly, when it comes to me, it's more so of an annoyance feeling, like, ugh, because we have authority over that. So if God is revealing something to you of the enemy's kingdom, it's not to cause fear in you it's to let you know this is happening take authority over it
0: and the bible does say fight the good fight of faith and so from my experience um god's given me dreams or visions um and they they weren't always enjoyable um revealing to me things of the enemy's plans and you know luke 10 19 says look i've given you authority over all the power of the enemy right? You can walk among snakes and scorpions and they won't even hurt you. Nothing's going to injure you. So we have this, this promise from the Lord, but yet he's given us a dream or a vision warning us of what the devil's up to. And, you know, it's annoying because, yeah, we're in this world and we have to deal with the devil, okay? But you don't have to worry. You've got authority over him.
1: These terrorists, <clears throat> and one of the terrorists draws my neck, and it was so it felt so real, you know, around my neck, I could feel just that uh, I knew that in the dream God gave me the point that I submitted to fear. Um, hmm. So in the dream, I was come up with a here Other guys, like, what's wrong with this and the dream I stood up and I looked this guy in the face of a voice say no and then I woke up <laughs> May even be sickness, but God, instead of your focus to be a fearful place, He wants your focus to be on Him. He wants your eyes.
0: The word actually says, and now, so he gives you this, and then there's, there's like taking in the instruction from that dream, but then all of a sudden, to me, like scriptures will pop up. He whose eyes are fixed on me, I will keep him in perfect peace. And so it goes right along with scripture, then you can know and be assured that it's from the Lord. What I was getting is when Peter stepped off the boat, and he looked
2: at Jesus, and he stayed afloat, but the second he looked away, he got fearful and started to sink.
0: So that's the kinds of things that God will give you to, and to um, solidify that this is from the Lord. Um, I once asked the Lord because um, I had woken up from a disturbing dream, and I said, Lord, how can I tell if it's a word of knowledge about what the enemy's up to or if it's um, an attack of the enemy? Because I'm sure that we've all been there. We've had like a little bit of a scary dream, but um, is it from you? Is it from the devil? I don't know. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, what is the fruit of it? And man, that has helped me so much because the fruit of a dream that God gives you is, is informative. Even though there might be some scary things in it, you know, you got the devil, you got demons, you got something around your neck, even though it's a little scary, it was informative giving you your strategy and, and, and your, your way that you can conquer this thing. Um, but the other one might be an attack of the enemy, you know, where he's just trying to call. I mean, again, it could be still informative, <laughs> but just showing you what the enemy's up to, it could be a word of knowledge. Um, and so the Lord just kind of revealed to me, um, how I can know and always we have authority anyways. So if it is a fearful dream that the enemy's trying to bring fear from, then just take authority over him. You've got authority over him. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, the word of God, and and I said this in other um, services, but Psalms 37, 23, the Lord tells us that he directs the steps of the godly, and he delights in every detail of our lives, and if that's the case, which it is, (laughs) then he wants to take care of us, and he sees the beginning to the end, and so he wants to warn us like the passage says in the word of God, he's going to show you things to come. He wants to warn you about the future. He wants to guide you concerning the future. He wants to show you what's going to bring the victory in your life. So he's going to show us the enemy's strategies. Um, and I encourage you, don't be in fear, um, but just know that God's informing you so that you can take authority over the enemy. Because um, fear, when you allow that in, it actually kind of closes down things. I... I very strongly operated in um, dreams and visions um, in my younger years, in my 20s, and um, I was seeing a lot of the demonic not understanding what I know now that God was showing me what the enemy's up to so I could take authority over him, all right, and so that fear, I allowed it to rule me rather than keeping my eyes on Jesus, and it closed down that gifting for quite a while because I was afraid to see what I was seeing. But when we understand, and God um, gave me the revelation that he's given you this information because you have authority, and he's the one who opens your eyes to see, it removed all fear. Is that then the experience oh, yeah. with you both? So what's a way that God has led you and given you direction through your dreams other than or, or visions other than um, informing you of what the enemy is up to, but has God led you, um, whether it's a word of knowledge for somebody else or whether it's a word of knowledge of what you need to set your hand to? Is there any examples like that?
2: One example that pops out to me is um, Jenny and I were somewhere and a woman was about to get up and give a testimony, and I, had, I just had this vision of this giant lion behind her. And God didn't give me the revelation of why the lion was behind her. But nevertheless, I called her over and I was like, I just wanted to let you know I see a lion behind you. And she started crying and it was basically half of the testimony she was about to get up and go give. So the Lord sometimes gives me visions and it's not for my brain to understand what's going on. It's to be an edification or an encouragement to somebody else who's about to get up and testify of the Lord. So we don't have to always know exactly what God's doing. We just have to be obedient to say what God says to say.
0: One thing, too. Oh, go ahead. Well, um, well, no, go ahead, because I'm going to change directions. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. <laughs>
1: So I called my friends mom and you know, we were just praying with Lily and and then I- Lily goes to Grand Canyon University. So the dream was basically, I saw my, staff, our, my husband um, talking to a recruiter for Grand Canyon University about Lily going there, and that was, you know, we, we wanted to talk to a and, and the dream. And I remember writing in the dream like, I don't understand.
0: And she was already enrolled somewhere else, going to college somewhere already-
1: else. Here it is July and like, Oh my God, supposed to maybe transcribe. I completely
0: forgot about the dream because even when I had the dream I was like I have no idea how it is this asking, but I was So you put it on the shelf, knowing it's from God, but you put it on the shelf. Yeah. Thinking, well, I don't know,
1: That
0: word search
1: for Grand Canyon, how came that dream out of those floods? Wow, okay. Now this is making
0: a of sense. And it's direction. It gives you it peace direction. that this is the right exactly. decision.
1: Absolutely. And And Jeff and I were kind of torn about the idea because, you know,
2: Just a warning for you kids, God does that with us moms.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> it's not mother's intuition, it's the Holy Spirit. Um, <clears throat> so I just want to say this, that whether it's a dream, whether it's a vision, I believe they're both like very much intertwined. It's just a matter of how does God choose to speak to you that day? <laughs> and... Um, I like that amplified version. Godly prompted dreams and visions because you can't make it up. Mm-hmm. He implants it. You're spending time with the Lord, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm spending time with the Lord, and I can go with my sanctified imagination, take the word, and enter into His presence with thanksgiving, and I can by faith come to His throne room and see it by faith. But you might be there by faith and see it with your, um, you know, sanctified imagination. But all of a sudden, God prompts a vision, and and He inserts it. And it's something that kind of, like, blows your mind. Like, you don't, like, where did that come from? Um, I've shared with you before by by showing you what godly prompting means is is I was at the throne room of God, and all of a sudden, two angels, and I'm just doing what I do. I just come boldly to the throne room, and all of a sudden, two angels come up to me, and they start preparing me and putting a gown on me and putting a crown on me and all this stuff. And I was like, what are we doing? And they're like, you're going to go have a meal with the king. And I was just like, oh. And I mean, this is all taking place. I ended up having a sit-down at a, at a picnic table with Jesus next to the throne room of God, and I was able to ask him 10 specific questions about my life and hear answers back and forth, back and forth. Um, that was a godly, prompted thing. I've never since experienced that strong of, a, of an encounter um, that that kind of way, but it was a godly, prompted thing. Um, full-on encounter but vision and so really dreams and visions they're really both encounters with god um and and we should put weight on both of them they're just as strong and powerful as the other it's just a matter of how's god choosing to talk to you (laughs) um i just want to mention that visions can come in a few different forms um and, and actually the lord says that he speaks to us in visions in the night so really a dream is a vision so you know you could say I had this vision, or I could be somewhat awake and spending time at glory culture in the presence of the Lord, and I'm so unaware of what's going on around me. It's almost like I'm dreaming. But yeah, I, I would call it a vision because I kind of, I don't think I was snoring. I don't think I was <laughs> really in deep sleep. But that's a vision as well as a dream. So really, you know, they kind of intertwine. But with that being said, there, there are kind of three different um styles or kinds of visions. There is an open vision. It's like, I'm seeing you, right? And we've had that one encounter, and we kind of asked the Lord. We had this one encounter where we saw Jesus at the movie theater, okay? We had just gotten time done with a time of prayer. We're in a season of prayer, um, but we're spending time with our kids in a nonchalant, casual atmosphere, and we see Jesus like open vision, like we see you. Um, I'll just say that For me, anyways, that is the only time I've ever seen him like that. And we asked, Lord, Lord, why did you start us off like that? (laughs) And like, why? And it's because he wanted to show us, and we came to the conclusion, we know, that he wanted to show us what's available to us Mm -hmm. and stir in us a hunger and thirst to go after that Mm -hmm. and not stop. Amen? Um, So there's open vision. There's closed vision, which is not any less of a vision or visitation than the other really we just need to put more weight on it when we close our eyes we're spending time with God and he shows something to us Um, and then there's visitation where he comes and sits with you but um, really they're all visitation (laughs) including in dreams and so there are different kinds and forms and not not one of them is like this is a vision this isn't they both are or they all three are or I could say four with the add the dreams Um, but they're just different forms. They're different ways that um, he wants to to speak to you. Can you give me an example? Um, have either of you had any other um, other than the one I brought up? Open vision. It could be you know a vision like um, a confirmation, like you said, a, a, that truck or that one service we um, had. Glory culture. For some reason, we were all in vision seeing grapefruit. Was it grapefruit? No, no, it was. Um, pomegranate, a really strange fruit, which, by the way, I, there's there's a hack to know how to get that <laughs> that out of there with ease. But anyways, um, that day, God brought confirmation. And I'd say it's like open vision, but it's confirmation. Clayton, um, was he had brought in some food. He often brings in food if you need food. And um, he was handing out fruit at the end of service. He was doing that while we we're doing glory culture, didn't know what God would be speaking to us about. Right, We didn't see what he was doing or what he had. But at the end of the service, he had a box out there giving us all pomegranates. Isn't that strange? So some of that can be confirmation, but yet that's also open vision. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Also, I want to say that you can revisit. So there's no time or distance in the spirit. We've kicked ourselves like, man, we saw Jesus' open vision. like We saw him. And the Bible says, out of the mouths of two or three witnesses, let everything be established. So, like, we both saw him. Our kids saw him, too. They may not remember. They were young. But we both saw him. And then the next day, God gives, gives us a scripture and gives us more confirmation that he comes here and he visits his people. Um, there's so much scripture in the word that he comes and visits his people. But um, you can revisit with your sanctified imagination if he's ever given you a dream or a vision and just imagine it and put yourself back in that place and he'll speak to you more about it.
2: I would also say that a lot of times, whether in an open vision or a closed vision, it doesn't make sense to your head up here. Yeah, It makes sense down here. Like when we saw him, for example, in that vision or in the visitation, it was mid-August, it was hot, it was humid, and he was formed in fashion like a bum but he was immaculately clean and he was in a giant coat. A puffy coat. <laughs> like in August. <laughs> who's was wearing that in August.
0: And if you But right, it was perfectly in line with scripture. Yeah. He came and fashioned himself as a bum. What would a bum be doing? They are they're wearing these clothes in the middle of winter. They're not But he was know. clean.
2: <laughs> right. <Very> he <laughs> smiled at
0: us with these big white teeth. Um so, do you have any other examples of a dream or, or a vision, I should say, um, where it's closed vision? Oh, yeah. yeah. Anything? <laughs> what does a closed vision look like to you?
1: Uh, closed vision to me is just. Yeah. Yep. Open vision is being in that same space.
2: Right? Mm-hmm. I would say an open vision is like how I see you right now. Like, I, almost like you feel like you could physically touch the person. You know what I'm saying? Because I've had closed visions with my eyes closed, but then I have also seen with my eyes open the same way I see with my eyes closed. But it's different. It's almost like, it's, the best way I can describe it is, like, that veil is completely gone with the open vision. But when you see in a closed vision, it's, like, superimposed over what you're also seeing. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I remember Amber had called on me to go um, pray for her son, Liam. He was going through some physical things. And uh, we had just moved back here from North Carolina. And, um, you know, sometimes when you go through hard things, um, it almost feels like your spiritual eyes closed down. (laughs) And that's the time you need it the most, right? But... I was praying on my way to go pray for her son, asking the Lord, Lord, how do you want me to pray for him? Like, what's going to bring the success? What's going to bring the victory? And what did he tell me? And and I knew this was the Lord because it didn't make sense to me. The Lord said to me, he said, ask her if she's seen any angels lately. What does it have to do with it? Like, I knew that she operates in this, this visions and and, and, and stuff like that and and discerning the spirits, but what does it have to do with her son? But I was going to be obedient. So I went over there and to pray for her son, but I, I got into discussion. I said, I just want to ask you a question. Have you seen any angels lately? Because every time we used to pray, she'd always see what God was doing in the spirit. And she's like, no, I haven't in months or something. And because um, God had just recently given me this gift of restoration. And um, so where the enemy tries to steal from you what God's blessed you with, um, because of distraction or attacks or whatever, and I said, so wherever you were or where you should be right now, whatever the enemy has tried to steal, God is going to, if you want it, God will restore you back to where you should have been. I said, do you want it? And she's like, yeah. And so I prayed over her, and I didn't preconceive anything would happen, but I just prayed over her in response to where the conversation went, and I realized once I was in the middle of asking her that God wanted to restore that to her. Um, and um, immediately your eyes were open. Mm-hmm. that very time period, uh, that very day to see Jesus lay hands on Liam. Mm-hmm. And then he started to recover. <laughs> yeah. But on I will say day that
2: that also confirms the provision because I was at that time, I wasn't falling away from the Lord, but I was going through such turmoil in myself that the fear had come in because I could have lost my son. So at that time in my life, the fear was there, versus keeping my eyes on Jesus. Right. So that shut down.
0: So think about this too. The thing is, is um, like Revelation three twenty two, saying, "He who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying." Um, if I didn't have ears to hear, just to hear that the Lord's saying, ask her if she's seen any angels. What does that? It doesn't make sense most of the time when God speaks through dreams and visions. It doesn't make sense to our our natural mind. But are you willing to say, "Okay, Lord"? Are you willing to make a conversation out of it and say, what are you saying then, Lord? What, what is what is this going to bring? You know, how is this going to bring victory in, in this situation or whatever? So just be willing to hear even if you don't understand and trust that he's going to give you the understanding. Amen. Initiate a conversation.
1: Mm-hmm. Bowling ball because I had been thinking like oh like cereal or um, so that gave me clarity and then he showed me a hand so I thought oh I just had this... oh god okay so somebody I'm gonna encounter somebody at this women's I threw it out there and I, I just passed at this conference ahead of time. Is there anyone here who has a bowling ball, bowling injury? And they hurt their hand from bowling. One woman raised her hand. And I was flabbergasted in a good way. like, I just want to encourage
2: all of us, just before you're going
0: to minister to someone, just ask that question, let him show
1: you a picture, let him, you know, say something to you, he he wants to. And the more silly it is, usually means it's him. (laughs) True, and the heart, and
0: the scarier it is to give. (laughs) Right, it didn't make sense to me to ask you about (laughs) angels when I'm supposed to be there praying for healing for your son. (laughs) <laughs> but God wanted to give her faith um, and have eyes to see that, yes, when we pray and ask the Lord to heal him, that Jesus, in fact, comes and personally lays mm-hmm. his hands on him. Mm-hmm. So cool. Um, <clears throat> I remember, and, and talking about godly prompted, I think it's so important um, that it's God prompted. God, God's the one who gave it. You didn't try to work something up. I mean, even though you can ask, you're still not trying to make something up that didn't make sense, a bowl, you know, or a bowling ball bowl or whatever. Um, that came from nowhere, so obviously it's going to mean something um, when you ask the Lord. Um, I remember praying with my mom, and I was spending time with her. Uh, we'd pray on Thursdays in her sunroom, and um, we'd get real deep in the spirit, like Clayton is right now, and um, <laughs> we'd just be soaking in the spirit. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> a lot of you do that, so just so you know. Um, Anyways, um, so my brother was going through a real hard season and of struggle, as many of us do at some times, but anyways, I was um, spending time with the Lord, and we weren't praying specifically about him or anything, but um, we were just praying, spending time with the Lord, and all of a sudden, I went into this very vivid uh, vision, dream thing, where I saw myself, um, well, he had been gone for a couple days, um, they didn't know where he was or whatever, but they, they saw him reading texts and things like that, so they knew he was okay. Um, but anyways, um, so in this vision, I saw him at a certain place, and God showed me, put my hands on his shoulders, turn him around, and push him outside the door. And he had been gone a few days. Mind you, we're praying in the Spirit. We don't know what we're praying for. The Holy Spirit intercedes through us Words that we don't know or understand. He's praying out the perfect plan of God, right? So he may be interceding through you for someone that needs help. And in this vision that I'm praying in the spirit, I see myself push him outside of this place, this specific place. And within 10 minutes, all of a sudden, he rolls up, him and his friend. His friend drops him off at the house. And later on, I got to ask him, were you at a certain place at this certain time when, when you ended up showing up? He's like, yeah. How did you know? <laughs> Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit was interceding and he's revealing these things and um, I remember my dad had a had a time like that too where God told him specifically to go somewhere a bowling alley and so it was like 8 a.m. in the morning and that some old friend would be there and that he would accept the Lord and he had this vision had this word of knowledge and so he he followed it he went to this bowling alley and um, sure enough he was there so God knows things that we don't know, or he understands things we don't understand, and he will give you godly prompted dreams or visions to give you direction or to use you as a vessel. Amen? And so, you know, we don't under, always understand them right off the bat, but God wants to use us, and so he wants to reveal things to us. Um, so do you have something, um, has God ever shown you a dream or a vision that led you to intercede or somebody else or to a word of knowledge to help somebody else back to your mom in the prayer meetings
2: <laughs> Jenny and Doreen and I would get together we would discuss for quite some time all of our prayer requests and things we wanted to bring up to the Lord and back in your old basement there was a time I don't know if you remember this but Clayton we were praying for you for a job and I had the most bizarre vision the three of us were walking through a city And a giant breast (laughs) came out of the sky. And I was like, what in the world? And that's embarrassing to say that that's what I just saw. And Doreen just so bluntly goes, oh, he's called the many-breasted one. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) He's our provider. He's our provider. (laughs) Clayton wound up getting, like, what, two or three job offers later that week? And he got to choose which one he wanted, so... There's an example right there of how it's silly and odd, but confirmed by the word with signs following. Uh,
1: I had this crazy dream, so my, my dad, in this dream, he came to my dream, and I found out in my dream that he actually did that, and that he just didn't want to do that. A girlfriend of mine. Her name is Michelle. And she had been going. Субтитры this woman that I was ministering to. and so it was just
0: Right. So you're not always going to understand right away. James 1 says, he who lacks wisdom, let him ask God for wisdom. And and he's not against you asking. Um, So just know that you're not always going to understand this dream or vision right away. But make sure that you're recognizing he's speaking. Ask him the meaning of it. And if you don't get it right away, just put it on a shelf and just know that at the right time, he will reveal it to you. He'll drop it in your spirit like you got the, you know, notification later on. (laughs) By the way, this is what it was about. Um, so in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, he says, I already know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. They're plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. So God knows his plans for you, and he's going to reveal them to you by his spirit, right? And he's also, if we're children of God, he's also going to give us a heads up on anybody we might be ministering to. Um, maybe not always to the degree of me shoving you out of a place you shouldn't be. <laughs> I don't know everything. God does, though. So, um, but he wants to take care of his kids, and he cares about them, so he'll reveal things like that about somebody's life so that we can help them. And um, so that we can intercede for them, so that we can keep them out of harm's way. Um, Or he'll even show you things to come or things that you should set your hand to um, to prosper you and to bless you. Um, And so um, just have ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. I want to give us time for impartation. And I know, like, I feel like we could have like a four hour service just sharing and sharing and sharing and sharing testimonies. And our husbands can say, yeah, they probably could. (laughs) We totally could. Um, And maybe at some point we'll have like a Sunday afternoon lunch and then like a a long session of anybody who wants to talk more about it and and get more into um, dreams and visions and stuff like that. Um, But for today, I pray, did that stir a hunger on the inside of you or did that bear witness with you of, of things that God's revealing to you by his spirit? all right awesome um so i believe the word of god says stir up the gifts of god through the laying on of hands i believe in impartation that that maybe god can deposit something in you that we're operating in that you don't yet operate in that god can deposit something or even with me like he did for me but then he did for you through that gift that maybe you were operating in these things but because of fear of what god was revealing to you you've turned it off that now you realize like oh god was showing me that i want to i want it again i want to walk in that again then i believe god will release that gift of restoration to you today as well amen so we can get some ushers to move this table and we just want to pray over you if you want prayer um and god is going to to touch you i believe impart to you bless you so go ahead and come on up if you want prayer